Hero Makers, we want to tell you about the Gold Digger podcast hosted by Jenna Kutcher. Oh, Jenna, I follow her on Instagram too. She is such a fun follow. We love Jenna and she is a part of our HubSpot podcast network. And in each episode, Jenna helps you discover and explore how to have your dream career through productivity tips and social strategies, business hacks, inspirational stories, which are amazing and so much more. Here are some episodes that you need to check out first. Is your brand cohesive and original? Signs you're facing burnout and how to fix it. Confidence and success, how they're connected and could influencer marketing work for you? So if you are looking for an amazing resource to build the career that you've always wanted, listen to Gold Digger wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Hero Makers, we need to hear from you as we are planning new episodes for the podcast. So we want to know when it comes to your marketing, what are you still struggling with? What are you wondering about? What do you want to hear more of so that we can continue to give you the tools and support you need to make your marketing easy and make it work? So how can you reach out and tell us what you're thinking? Just leave us a voicemail. It's 615-649-0705. Don't worry, I'll say it again. Here it is, 615-649-0705. And tell us what is holding you back when it comes to your marketing. So again, leave us a voicemail at 615-649-0705. Anytime you are communicating anything, if you use words or images, but really if you use words to communicate anything, the story brand framework will give you the tools you need in order to create a clear and compelling message. And today's episode is all about inspiring you to take the story brand framework and implement it in every part of your business. I'm about to start the show. Hello, Hero Makers. Welcome to the Marketing Made Simple podcast powered by StoryBrand and brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, where we believe your marketing should be easy and it should work. I am your host, Dr. JJ Peterson, and I am joined by my co-host, April Sunshine Hawkins. Hi, April. Hey, JJ. Hey, Hero Makers. April, we have been in a series on using the story brand framework in your ecosystem, basically like how to use the story brand framework in every part of your business. And I want to see if you're paying attention. Oh, okay. okay. All right. So I'm ready. I'm going to hit you with some hard hitting questions here. Okay. I'll start off with a medium one. Can you use the story brand framework when you're trying to do public relations? Ooh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's a, okay. Uh, I'm going to go with yes. Yes. Oh, nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. Okay. Let me a little bit harder. Can you use it when creating videos? Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Yes. I'm going to go with yes, yes. again. Yep. That's <gasps> the answer. Yes. Two for two. Okay. Can you use it in social media? Yes. Can you use it in podcasts? Yes. Can you use it in resume creation or job posting? Heck yes. I mean, I am not sure there's an area <laughs> of business that you can't use the story brand framework. I mean, this ecosystem series, it's been a long series. Like, <laughs> we've been running it since the beginning of this year. And yep. so there have been episode after episode after episode 
where we're giving examples because guides, of course, are using this with their clients and they're weaving it in not just to marketing, but every aspect of their business. Yeah, because what the framework does is it's really a tool to communicate clearly, period. So anytime you are communicating anything, if you use words or images, but really if you use words to communicate anything, the story brand framework will give you the tools you need in order to create a clear and compelling message where you are identifying the audience as the hero and you are their guide. So you go through the seven parts of the framework. You identify, we talk about this all the time, the story brand framework is the elements of story, right? So it's the seven elements of story that help you create a clear message. So you identify what your character wants, so what your audience wants, the problems that they're experiencing. Then you position yourself as a guide with empathy and authority to help them overcome those problems. Then you give them a plan, call them to action, and then show them what success and failure looks like. So the reason we've been doing so many episodes on ecosystem is because we, we get the question a lot. Like, so, but can you use this for blank? And it's like, yes, yes, you can. We've heard from people who've used the framework when interviewing new employees or even when doing performance reviews, right? There are so many ways to use this in your business. And that's why we titled this ecosystem, because it's really about everything a part of your business. And the hope is not only that we gave you some specific tips on working through and using this in very specific areas of your business, but really to open your mind up to the idea that the story brand framework can be used in any kind of situation. I, I really think that's the power of the story brand framework. It goes beyond marketing. I think it starts with marketing, but it's changed the way I communicate in the classroom. It changes the way I communicate with employees. It changes the way I do anything because it's all about communicating a clear message and moving people to action. So today on our episode, we actually wanted to bring you a story of somebody who has really done this. They've taken the story brand framework and they've implemented it in all the areas of their business. I want to say Bill Allen, he is one of our story brand clients. I went and spoke at one of his events that he puts on for his large mastermind groups. And so uh, when I went and spoke and I got to know Bill, I was just like, oh my gosh, you have utilized this framework every step of the way. Implementation is really one of his superpowers. And I know that a lot of our, our hero makers out there, this is one of your superpowers too, because we call you to action at the end of every single episode. JJ gives you your actionable step. And if you've been turning those into actual actions, your business will be growing. And so we wanted to give you this story, talking to Bill about how he's implemented it in so many different ways across his business to inspire you. All right. Hello, Bill Allen. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. Tell us about seven figure flipping and what you do. So Seven Figure Flipping is a company that's been around for about six years now. We help other wholesalers and house flippers uh, kind of grow and scale their business and help other people who are just getting started. Like they have a dream or a calling to go do something in real estate investing and we just help them get there. We make millionaires inside of real estate investing and just kind of help them along the way to do that. And you as a member of this group, it was so impactful for you and so helpful. You decided 
you know what? I think I'm going to buy this company and I'm going to be the one that steps in as the guide. Is that right? Yeah, that is right. So like really short story of like the last six years, I, it was a $25,000 mastermind group, really expensive for me at the time. I needed a total identity shift and change to be able to make that decision. I jumped in and I went from flipping one house a year to 67 houses the first year. And then we did 135 the next year, 187 the year after that. And it was like 200 a year after that. And so the guy who owns the company, he asked me to become a coach after a couple of years. And I did. And then I eventually became the COO of the company. And Almost three years ago now, I had the opportunity to buy the company. At first, I was like, this is absolutely no, no way. This is crazy. I'm not the guy who owns and runs this company. I didn't start it. This is not me uh, running a podcast, doing all this other stuff. No, 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 no. And it took me about one day to say, well, what if? Like, what if I did this? What would it look like? And um, and I did. About almost three years ago, I bought the company and just kind of... Um, you know, made it my own and been enjoying it ever since. So yeah, I'm like the hair club for men guy. I tell people like, I'm not just a client, I'm also the president <laughs> now. So it, uh, it really changed my life. And I, and you're right. I, I kind of wanted to have, I don't know, I wanted to make a bigger impact and continue to be a part of it. So many people start their journeys in the same place that you did, right? You're, it's like, I am trying to solve my own problem. I will link arms with a group or a product or a solution or a service or a community to help me solve my issue and figure out how to do the thing I'm trying to do. And then you get so good at it that you become an ultimate guide in the space and then you're helping others along the way. And so many of our listeners out there have started their businesses in kind of the same spot. So I'm curious, when did you come into contact with StoryBrand? Was it the book or podcast or like, how did you get started? And then what was the thing that really resonated for you that made you lock onto it? Yeah. So for me, it was the book. I read the book and I had this kind of fundamental shift in my head of how we're marketing. Because whether you believe it or not, uh, if you're listening to this, you are a marketer. Like whether you say you like it, you don't like it, whatever it is that you say, well, the second that you accept that, your business will take off. If you can own it, understand it, start asking yourself, why are you doing things? Why are you saying things? Once they get a piece of marketing from me, how do they feel? What's going on in their head? All of those things. So I found the book. And what it really helped me do was just kind of ask, what does the avatar and customer feel when they see the stuff from us? Are we just like jamming We Buy Houses postcards down their throat? Or are we giving a message that actually like meets them where they are with some of the problems that they have that they're trying to solve? And, and, and how are we looked at? And now in Seven Figure Flipping, oh my gosh, like it was a total game changer for this company because when you do have info products, coaching, training, those kind of things, and I had walked that path before, I've never really been like a true home motivated seller. I've been a motivated seller for other things in my life and to take those aspects in the real estate business worked, but it was a even a bigger shift and game changer for the coaching and consulting business that I have. So I probably read it once a year just to kind of freshen up on it and understand what my role is as the guide instead of putting yourself up as the hero. And getting to know you a little bit over this past couple months that we've been working together, Bill, I can tell that you are a person who, when you learn something, you then turn and try to immediately apply it to whatever it is you're doing. So I'm curious, you know, in those marketing punches that you're throwing with the story brand framework, what are some of the things that you started to immediately do to incorporate this to help you grow your seven-figure flipping business? 
So when I bought the company about, you know, just under three years ago, we were doing a ton and I was the COO for the company. So the only thing that I wasn't responsible for the company was, was marketing. So the owner was doing the marketing. And what we were doing is we were using a lot of testimonial video and stuff like that. And it was good, but it was really kind of positioned of, we, we can help you make way more money, like get to seven figures in a year, like go, go, go. We'll get you there. Not even thinking if the customer and the, the, the person that is out there is actually like, that's actually what they want. Mm. And we were running about 70 to $80,000 of Facebook ads a month. And then we would bring people in that potentially wouldn't be the right fit or the right avatar at the time, to be perfectly honest. And they, they just wouldn't last. So we'd have, a, we rolled out a monthly payment plan um, just to get like really granular on it. Their monthly payment plan, and they would potentially cancel after two or three months and just not be the right fit for our community and not realize that because they're coming in on this idea of it's all about money. Mm. And so what we did was when I bought the company, we shut off all of that. So I immediately got $80,000 back in my pocket to figure out what to do with it for the company. And, um, and it was a good thing because the bank account had zero dollars in it and I needed to make payroll. So I brought this concept of how do we like slow down and look at the people that we have in our world and redefine our avatar, redefine the person who's coming in that we want, like our dream customer, right? Who is that? And then what we did was we kind of named that person, we built that out, and we started saying what messages would, like where do they want to go? And what are some of the problems that they have? So like finding that problem, right? And then how can we help them? Like what kind of resources and maybe what example do we have of somebody that had that same problem? And how can we define that story and, and kind of break it down and look at, look at my path through look at other people's path through, solve the surface problem in our marketing on the front, like kind of enter that conversation that they're having. And then when we bring them in, how do we facilitate the change that needs to happen inside of them on the fulfillment piece? So we really focused on fulfillment, building the best backend that we could for, uh, for the customer when they come in. And then we went to work on the marketing piece. So the biggest thing that I did was really just kind of shift the messaging that was happening and try to find the problem and then figure out how, instead of us saying, how many millionaires we've made, how, how awesome we are, all that stuff, really meet them where they are and say, I don't want to be at the top of the mountain, like shouting down at you to climb up with us. I want to be walking alongside of you as a company on your journey up the mountain. So once you stopped down, did your community grow with more of the right kinds of people that are looking for that? Absolutely. As we started kind of, and I had about a year of cycling the people kind of out that realize this is not the path and direction that I want to go, the way that Bill's taking the company and other people saying, hey, this is this looks great. I want in there. And so I'd say for about a year, it was definitely a transition that had to be intentionally made. So we're an event-based company. We have a, an event every October and we kind of open up the doors to one of our programs there. So I bought the company in July of 2019. Our first event in October 2019, I changed all the branding. I changed everything, gave it a totally different identity, right? And what I saw when we did was we brought in about 80 to 100 new members and they were all the right people. Like almost, almost across the board, we had, we did it. Like we were very intentional about the messaging that we had over our three-day event, um, exactly the program that we lined out. Um, the deliverables, what we were going to do, and we gave them what they were asking for. And so we've extended people's like tenure and membership upwards of five, six months longer than we've ever had in the past. So all of those, all that data that we track is showing us that we're going the right direction for sure. 
April, the way that we used to connect with customers in business was by giving them our business card, right? (laughs) Yes. You met somebody, you gave them a business card, you hopefully got their business card so you could call them. But the way that businesses now can connect with customers is changing so fast. You know, there's QR codes that are out there that people can use. Oh my gosh, let's talk about QR codes for a second. (laughs) They have made a huge comeback. I never used them. And now I expect it. Yeah. (laughs) And things like that are changing all the time. There are always new ways to connect with customers, to get their information and stay connected. And HubSpot CRM can actually help you stay connected with customers even as technology is changing. With smart content optimization that helps you invest your marketing dollars where it really counts and SEO tools that will put your business ahead above the rest, HubSpot helps your business grow better and keep up with all of the technology shifts. Learn how your business can grow better at HubSpot.com. And now back to the show. You help people take action. And you help provide them with tools, resources, knowledge in order for them to be throwing the punches. Because we know that if people do not take action, then they're not going to grow. They're not going to grow as fast, as far, and they're going to do it more together if they are able to throw punches and be like, okay, these punches were the ones that actually landed really well. And let me tell you about it. And then people are, oh, thank you for telling me that. I'm going to go try that now. I mean, that's what our whole podcast is about, is helping our hero makers take action. And it sounds like it's the same in your community. Yeah. If I can share something about action, the the challenging piece, especially for somebody to get stuck, I think a lot of times we get stuck um, and it's usually fear-based, but um, action stems from belief first. Like that's it. That's the answer. And so I, we did a lot of deep dives on that this past week. Um, I just did a presentation last night here in our office to a, a bunch of people that came in. Um, and, and that's it. Like you have to believe that it's possible and it happens. And that's what happened for me. I got around other people who were doing what I wanted to do. And I saw that they were just normal people and they weren't anything special. They weren't any better than me or any worse than me. They were just normal people, but doing like extraordinary things, right? And so that was the the shift and the catalyst for me to become massively successful in my real estate business was just seeing somebody else be successful. And instead of being envious and angry that they were successful and I wasn't as successful, I figured out what they were doing. And I believe that it was possible for me too. And I think the visualization of you being successful is just as important, if not more important than the knowledge that you're collecting, because that's it. Like to get to take action is not more information. The the action is belief and certainty and the person with more certainty always wins. And so action doesn't just start by just doing stuff. It starts with belief. Like if you can start there and really think about it and say, do I truly believe that I can do this, that I will be successful? And if the answer is no, or maybe not, then you've got to get around some other people that are successful and just let them help you rewrite the stories in your head. What you're describing is the hero's journey, right? It is truly, you're starting at the beginning of the story, being unsure and not knowing if you can. But if, if we as great guides and as marketers, business owners, because as you said, everyone is a marketer. (laughs) If we can paint what that success is going to look like at the end and show people that there is a path forward, that they can actually follow the plan, if they will take action to get that successful result. I mean, that is the arc of 
a transformation story. And that is what you're helping your seven figure flipping community do all the time. That's what we're trying to empower our hero makers who listen to this podcast and take action in their marketing. That's what we want. That's really what we want for them. Yep. Absolutely. Like the trials, tribulations, issues, problems, many failures along the way. All that stuff is like, it's it's the stuff that we're afraid of, but it's also the stuff that's so important for growth. Like I, I look at it, like if I'm not failing or, or having trials or issues on a regular basis, I'm probably not trying that hard and I'm not growing. And so uh, when I look back, a lot of the failures that I've had in my life have been the most transformational things that have ever happened to me. And I put myself in an uncomfortable or, or unknown situation. And that was what was so important to my growth. Without that, I wouldn't be the person that I am right now. I think the only thing that changes is the time after that. Like if you're sitting in a point of failure right now where you think that this is the worst thing that could ever happen to you, it's only time. It's a matter of time before you look back and say, wow, I'm so glad that happened to me. And it's really hard when you're sitting in that right now. But if you look back to the your other past, the other parts of your life, the things that have happened, I bet that you remember big failures. You remember those things that uh, you crashed, but then you got back up, right? And and that was what made you the person that you are. And you probably look back and you see the success that you've had in spite of that and because of that. Mm. If you kind of think about that as you're sitting in this pain and that failure now, you might have to go through some, some brown before you get to the green pastures, right? But it's just time. Like time will heal that. And so will the people around you. And I think um, making sure that you surround yourself with really positive people that can help you get through those things is the key. And the people that want you to succeed, not that want you to fail. So I love what you said about how you use the story brand framework. And it's almost like a cycle, a, a circle, something that you're coming back around and you're solving new problems for clients. And I'm curious about your own story brand cycle. Like what is next? How are you using the framework in something that you're crafting coming up? Or is there an event where you're trying to figure out what the calls to action are how are you continuing this cycle for yourself? Yeah, probably two things to mention here. So I have a I have a mastermind group that I launched, the 12 people. We just filled it up. And um, the interesting piece that I'm seeing right now is in that framework, right? There's a problem, right? And, and your, your marketing is solving that problem. And then you're the guide along their path and journey, right? And there's, there's really two pieces to any of these heroes' journeys. There's the outer journey and the inner journey, right? There's the surface level journey that they want. Maybe it's more money. Maybe it's something. Maybe if you're listening to this, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Some, some need that you think that you have. Um, but there's like this longing underneath of that, right? This inner journey, this, this transformation that happens inside of you that the guide takes you along, shows you some of these things. And, and you come out the other side with uh, mastery of this thing. So you have success, right? And then it starts all over because there's a new problem. Um, well, what I found with these high-level entrepreneurs, I have an event coming up uh, next week, actually, outside of Las Vegas. And we are taking the, the whole structure of this event is the hero's journey. like Because they think that they're going there for something on the surface. Uh -huh. And I know what they need, but I can't tell them what they need. Like they have to experience it. If you're listening, like there's somebody that can look at you right now in the pain that you have or the, or the path that you want or the, the longing that you have or the need that you have. They can look at you and they can, if they're past that, they can probably see what you need. And even if they told you exactly what to do, you're probably going to go, I don't know if I should do all of that stuff. Maybe there's, there's my way to do it. And you're going to hit trials and tribulations along there. And they, hopefully they'll guide you through it, right? You'll understand that they're going to support you just like you guys talk about. Well, inside of all of that, as a mentor, you can't just tell the hero what to do. And here it is. And it's done. You have to go on that journey. 
So this event is specifically structured over four days to take them on that journey. And we will not get to the end of the journey. We will just understand what their actual problems and issues are and say, okay, for the next year, this is what we're going to work on. Because if we can master this, then everything else becomes irrelevant. It's kind of the big domino that you knock down that nothing else matters. Mm. And so it's it's an internal struggle and journey in themselves and their identity that needs to happen and change. So what I, what I found, and, and to make sense of all of that, it's the fact that the people that come into your program or into your world, or maybe it's even you, you can't just fix the surface level stuff. You have to actually understand what they need over their period of time and then develop your program and your structure to give it to them and kind of guide them along the way and not just like spoon feed them answers all the time. And so I went through that journey a year ago. I remember telling my team, I don't know if I'm the person to get us to $10 million a year. We might actually have to hire another visionary. And I look back and go, what was I talking about? How could I even say that to my staff and my leadership team? It's because that's what I thought at the time. I needed to develop. I needed to go through an entire journey to say, I can take us to $100 million a year. I can take us to a billion if needed. Like I will figure out how to do it and I will need to grow and I'll grow faster than they'll grow so that I can do it, you know? And so that's the, um, that's one of the events that I'm doing. And I think on the marketing side, the big aha that I had is you can't market to people about the identity shift and that inner journey. You have to market with the outer problem that they see and that they know that they have and enter that conversation. And then when you bring them in, then you can start solving the problem that they don't know that they have. And so that was a huge shift that I made in the past few months, mindset-wise and, and structure-wise for our marketing, because I used to try to talk about all the all the intangible things about our community and our tribe. And mm. like this is like you came here for something, but you're actually gonna get something else. And instead of telling them that, what I'm doing is I know it, I understand it. And once they come in, that's the experience we put them through. And that's what gets them to stay. But on the surface, that's not what gets somebody to come in. You've got to solve the problem that they think that they have. And so that was the big change in our marketing, you know, structure around your guys' framework. Bill, I think you just caused so many of our hero makers to have a paradigm shift because when you're so in your business, you know all of the benefits. You know that if somebody will join what they're going to experience and achieve, but they don't even know that they need that. They're only aware of the current problem that they're experiencing and you have to meet them there to get them in and show them, oh, we can actually help you solve these other problems and build the awareness of those once they have taken that first step. But the first step has to happen first. I mean, it really does. It, you can't go out of order because people aren't ready for it on their journey just yet. And so I think that that is a really important thing for all of our hero makers to think about and go, all right, let me step outside of everything that I know about my business and just come over and sit in the perspective of my client and where they're currently at and what what are the initial problems that they know that they are experiencing. We can get them to pay attention to those and want to solve them. And then, boom, we're off to the races, just helping them solve problem after problem after problem after problem and even creating new products and services to continue uh, along the way. I love that you've created a whole new mastermind level to help that community achieve what you even thought you couldn't achieve before. It's just like, no, like we are all 
humans and we can all do anything we want to do. <laughs> we just need great guides along the way, great plans, clear plans and paths forward. It's just like, yeah, this makes total sense. And I can do this. Yeah. I think a practical thing that you can do and what really helped me over the past few months is talk to your customers, like actually like understand what they're going through. Because you might be not like me, where you're inside of your business, like you said, but you don't understand, you think that you know their problems, but you don't until you start asking them and talking to them and get involved. So all the, I actually started making a lot of sales calls. I launched this new program and I was the one doing it instead of my sales team. And so I got on the phone with my customers and I was asking them what they're struggling with. What are their problems? What are their issues? And then I was like, oh my gosh, like I actually need to build a program that's a little bit different than I had in mind. Bill? Thank you so much for bringing all of these insights into how you're structuring seven-figure flipping, how you're utilizing the framework and, and cycling it again and again and again to make sure that you're helping people solve their initial problem, but then taking them that next step, that next step. What's the next problem that they're experiencing? How can I create a plan to help them overcome that one again and again and again? A great guide doesn't just stop with one solution. They keep going and keep going. And that really does seem to be a, a key to your success. And so, so grateful for you to just kind of inspire our hero makers to feel like they too can do anything. They just have to be able to see themselves getting there and throw the marketing punches along the way that are going to take them there. Absolutely. I'm happy to be on here. And I really, I hope that they just keep going, like change the belief, take action. That's, that's the goal. Anytime I, I talk to somebody, if one person needs to hear it, it's, it's worth it. Bill, thank you so much for sharing how you use the framework in your whole business. And I hope that you are as inspired as I was by that interview. And if you are interested in implementing the StoryBrand framework across your entire organization, through your marketing, through your branding, through your sales, we actually have facilitators who will come and work with your company over a day and a half. We will get everybody on the same page and teach them all the story brand language and give them the tools they need to implement the story brand framework across your entire organization. Just go to storybrand.com slash private workshops and you can talk to somebody on our team about bringing a facilitator or a keynote speaker in to give your team the tools they need to communicate communicate more effectively, and grow your business. Well, Hero Makers, it's time to apply everything you learned with this week's actionable step. A practical step from today's conversation you can immediately use to shape your marketing and clarify your message. If you're like me, when you listen to Bill, you get inspired to action, right? Bill took action. He didn't just sit back and think about the story brand framework and the areas where he could apply it to his business. He took action. And that's why every week we have an actionable step. We love that you spend time with us every week listening and hearing the stories and gaining new knowledge that will shape the way you do business. But it all comes down to action. You actually have to implement what you have been learning. So for this week's actionable step, here's what I want you to do. I want you to write down two areas that you can apply the story brand framework to that will help you communicate more clearly. Now, if you haven't done it with your marketing yet, I want you to start with your marketing. Write down marketing. 
you are going to take the story brand framework and you are going to create a brand script, the tool that we use to keep track of all of your messaging in one place, you can go to mystorybrand.com to get your online version of the brand script. I want you to create your brand script and begin looking at how you can apply that to your marketing. That's step one. If you haven't started using the story brand framework in your marketing, that's where you start. But I want you to think of one other area that you can apply the story brand framework to be able to communicate more effectively and move people to action. Is it in your social media? Is it in your hiring? Is it in your job descriptions on your website? Is it in how you create and talk about your podcast? Whatever it is, there is an area of your business, there is a part of your ecosystem that you can use the story brand framework to communicate more effectively. The goal in all of it is always to position your audience, your customer, your employees as the hero of the story and you as the guide. When you do that, you welcome them into a story where they get to be the best versions of themselves, they get to follow your plan, and ultimately their life has more value because of it. It's all about giving value to your audience, solving their problems, and making them the hero. That's why we call you Hero Makers. That's all for this week's episode of Marketing Made Simple. Thank you so much for listening and believing, like us, that your marketing should be easy and it should work. And make sure to tune in next week because we will be celebrating our one-year anniversary of the podcast. (laughs) One year, and that episode is going to be focused on you and your success that you have been experiencing from listening to this podcast and implementing the story brand framework. We want to highlight all of your success stories. So we are so excited about that. Make sure to tune in next week. And as always, don't forget to rate and review the show, letting us know how these tips are clarifying your message and growing your business. We'll see you next week. Hey, you cannot stop me. You cannot stop me. Go.